0: Oh, uh, run it down, man. I didn't know we were going to jump in this so quickly the way we did.
1: Hey, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to the first battle rap brunch. I'm your boy, Vlad, aka Program V. I'm here with our girl. She got the curls popping, Miss Columbus 1075 Power, aka our girl CC on air. What up, doe? What up, what up, how everybody doing on this Sunday? And I'm here with my main, my main, my main, my main, my main man, the Battle Rap Encyclopedia, the Almanac, the Walk-In Memory, the Eiffel Tower, none other than France. What it do, baby?
0: Glad, CC. I'm so excited, guys. Uh, this is our brand new venture. We get a chance to finally get on this caffeine wave. We're already linking up every week to do a podcast, and that was always fun. Yep. Now we get a chance to interact with the people. The people, them. The people, them. A lot of Sponsored by caffeine. Yeah, man. This thing yeah, is shout official.
2: shout out to caffeine, of course.
1: Mm, get caffeinated.
0: Let's talk a little bit about this partnership deal, uh, how it all came together.
1: Yeah, well, you would know better. You know, they hit you up, right? You tell the people how it went down, player.
0: So uh, we were finishing the podcast, I think. Mm-hmm. And literally when we finished recording our session, we got an email from Caffeine saying, hey, you know, they've been watching our stuff. And they're like, we would love if you guys came over to the platform. And I all thought to myself, like, you know what? Mike P got a show. Yep. Surf got a show. Yeah. Jazz got a show. Somebody T-Rock, else got a show too, Dracula right? got a show. Taylor got, yep. <laughs> got a show. Yep. Taylor got a show. So I'm like, you know what? caffeine has decided to double down on battle rap it makes the most sense because obviously right now throughout the pandemic we can't complete the events so i'm sure caffeine and url are a little bit in the bind uh and they're saying to themselves you know what let's make the best of this partnership get everybody involved get your artists involved get your media members involved get your fans involved and beyond battle rap you want to make a gaming channel go ahead you want to make a sports <laughs> channel go ahead i'm surprised nobody's made a cooking channel yet oh hey who knows I'll, how to cook <laughs> listen I would watch RX on caffeine make some avocados make some guacamole right, you feel me you RX in
2: the kitchen <laughs> you know that's right I love I would watch her show hey listen gotta we gotta get would, creative
0: we done seen official
2: Yay.
1: whipping it up in the kitchen man she gets down we done seen coffee brown get in the kitchen and make all kinds of like southern cuisines right. and all that so I'm with it man somebody gotta
0: to get am trying somebody that should get on that hell yeah
2: somebody about to get on that
0: Listen, I I, I I, would think so. And, you know, we, we now got a chance as media. We say, you know what, let's do this a little different. Let's not just get on here and just uh, watch a battle live or just give our thoughts. Let's actually make this a little production, a little setup, a little ESPN, this little first take we got yeah, the transitions, yeah. right? Yep, we got the whole rundown, actually. So let, let's give the people a little bit of a rundown of what they can expect from today's show. We're going to have, obviously, uh, Ultimate Madness recap. We're going to go through the entire matches. We're going to talk about the tourney setup, the battle recaps, the judges, and week two predictions. And where we were right, where we were wrong. There's a lot to talk about Ultimate Madness. We have a lot of news, news that matters. We have Vlad.
1: They're saying that we got no audio.
0: Have no audio. All of us?
1: Yeah, they're saying I'm not trying to read no man's lips. Uh, Boo. Y'all getting 30 (laughs) by the audio. No audio. For everybody?
0: Let's get that set up. Hold up.
1: They trying to get y'all out the paint with the audio. Yes, yes.
0: They can hear me now, right? Yes, yes. All right.
1: Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear Vlad?
0: They can hear you. All I'm right, so cool. There. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, all right, Battle. I, I said, got, got you, you Paul. Paul. <laughs> so, maybe, maybe, we were, maybe we were muted, but as you yeah. can tell, all three of us are not tech savvy. This is on the fly. You get a chance to see the organics of this. Appreciate the organic Hey listen y'all. Essence of
1: this. And we appreciate y'all keeping it real. I see y'all savages are out here already.
0: Savages <laughs> is out. The savages are out. You don't even want to already going. You don't even want to. I read have no with problem them. with the savages. I have no problem with the savages. I'm watching battle rap content. Bring on the savages,
1: right? <laughs> hey, as long as you tuning in, that's all that matters, man. So I guess we got to bring it back from the top, friends. You know what I mean? Let's tell them how we all, all right. got together with caffeine and bring it on back. Rewind selector. Bullet,
0: bullet. Okay. OK, yes, yes. So uh, this is a brand new caffeine partnership. They reached out to us because they were a fan of uh, the content we produced. They liked this as a media platform. They thought we were professional. And caffeine's just doubled down on battle rap. You know, because of the pandemic right now, URL and caffeine are probably in the bind where they can't complete major events and like menus. So the, obviously they have contracts that they have to meet. And because of that, they're probably like, you know what, who knows how long we're going to be in this. So our contract might be longer than we both expected. Let's just go all in. Get your artists to make shows. Get your media members to make shows. Get your league staff to make shows. Get everybody to make shows on caffeine. Let's take this platform over.
2: Let's
1: go. That's what they're doing, man. And even yesterday, the numbers proved it. You know, we heard the numbers were pretty high for the Ultimate Madness. So they're like, let's rock out. Let's bring battle rap and officially take this thing over. So we're just here to play our part, man.
0: Let's talk about the show's rundown today. We're going to talk about Ultimate Madness Recap. Uh, we're going to talk about all the battles. We're giving all recaps. We're going to talk about the judges. We're going to talk about where we were right, where we were wrong. Mm. We have news that matters. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about a little bit of battle rap history with Vlad. He's got a little segment for you guys where he gets a chance to educate the new fans on some important battle rap events that you might have missed over the past decade. Yes, sir. We have a rant of the day where me and CeCe, you get to hear us for five minutes. Just rant. mm <laughs> We get to get our hot takes out. This is incredible. It's gonna be litty. And then towards the end of the show, we'll talk. We'll talk about our 2019 Champion of the Year. And then we'll take all questions from all the fans.
1: Damn right, man. So let's get this thing cracking, man. Yes. Yeah, <sighs>
0: yeah. I am excited, man. Ultimate Madness recap, uh, man. First and foremost, before we even start with talking about the recaps, who placed any bets on any battles? Who made money? Who lost money? Let's talk about it.
1: Listen, man, I ain't no Honestly, betting man. <laughs> I ain't putting no money down, my brother. But uh, you, on the other hand, though, you know what I'm saying? You know, you like to. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't I don't
0: have, I don't have a gambling problem. OK, listen, I I. Don't, I, I just want to say if I had a gambling problem, I'd be out on the street. My family be in trouble. I'd be hurt. You know, I just like to do it for fun.
1: Oh man, you don't have a bet, for uh, For those
0: who don't know, this this is a Michael Jordan reference from The Last Dance. So, <laughs> but um, we LTBR made the bracket uh, t- uh, challenge. Vlad, I will I will call it. We were giving out a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars for anybody who could complete a perfect bracket. A whole first 90. and foremost,
2: not me. I
0: first and foremost, I I, I want to say that uh, a perfect bracket is damn near impossible. Hell yeah. Thousand dollars is is a a fraction of what you're supposed to really get paid, but you know we are in battle rap. Let's try to get back to the people. We had ninety brackets 90. after Lou Castro had the upset of the of the of two thousand twenty. <laughs> only six brackets are still alive. That's crazy.
2: Just like some real March Madness, you know it usually be that first round. It's always an upset that messes up your whole bracket.
1: <laughs> they got the uncut gems if of battle rap going round, on over here.
2: Throw it away
0: this is like uh i think 2018 you, may, you might remember vlad virginia got upset by umbc everybody's like who the hell is umbc exactly <laughs> the bracket buster exactly. that's who we be let's talk about uh some of the battles the first battle to set things off real sick and jay the
1: oh man real sick and jay the now this is the battle that, that we so- all were anticipating to see We all said, listen, man, this battle's happening way too early. This could potentially be a final. Why is this happening in the first round? But nonetheless, it happened in the first round, and it lived up to the hype. It set Ultimate Madness off the right way. There was a lot of intensity there. Great rapping, flows, a lot of physicality going on on the part of Jay the Nightwing. I was like... (laughs) It was very uncharacteristic. I was like, yo, what's up with the ball? Like, he he was up there Let wilding. God, he was God. grabbing shirts, tapping heads, and I'm like, okay, but uh, great battle, man. Like I was, it it was a tough battle to decide the winner, and that was proven too, also by when the judges had to pick the winner. And um, France, what'd you think about the battle?
0: Jaden Nightwing and Real Sick obviously reminds me of. Like I told you, Vlad, on the podcast on our predictions, reminds me of the uh, 2015 first round Spurs and Clippers went to game seven. It's like, damn, why why do we we have this in the first round? It's such a shame. And honestly, Real Sick called it. He said if Jalen Nightwing just performs and is fundamentally sound, the people will favor him because he has a great online audience. Absolutely. Okay.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to say this. Overall, I'm definitely a fan now of both of them. After all this is said and done, I would definitely want to see them. With more battles on the way, I want to see more from them. Uh, I would definitely say that Jay, for me, his pen game was really, really dope. I did enjoy what he um, put up for the th- for the three rounds. You know, sick. He had the work play; like he was dope too. I think this is a debatable. I've seen people call it either way. My prediction was sick, but I will have to say that Jay. I gave him the first in the
1: third round really see see, for me i had i had real sick taking that first round like jay came out he like he kind of hesitated to start the battle which was a little awkward for me but i didn't know if he was just trying to build suspense or tension for the battle and his first round was good like it was dope like he came out he knew what he wanted to say he had good aggression great delivery but then it seemed like real sick just took it up another level And his writing, his flowing, he took advantage of having that empty room and just really used the MC's kind of flow and just was weaving in and out of the flows. And I'm like, this is amazing. Punches was hard-hitting, and it just seems like whatever Jay put out there, he took that energy away from him, and he really stepped it up for that first round.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree with you, Vlad. I I thought Sick also kind of won the first round clear. I was a little shocked by all the aggression that jay came out with grabbing his shirt like it looked yeah. a little uncharacteristic i liked but, it. I mean of, of course I, I had no complaints it's just it's like not, it. I'm, I'm not used I to like it from him aggression. but Let's go. anything anything that you're used to with Jaden tonight i guess you could throw it out the window right because he is here to to evolve he's here to be a brand new guy mm-hmm. he's here to say the, the the past of me choking is gone and i will say i am just appalled at how much of an online audience he has? Like these are people that will ride for him. This battle was a split decision. The judges had a split, and it came down to a fan vote.
2: It did. It's- I mean, it was tight. It's a debatable. Like hands down, it's a debatable. Um, I'm not mad either way. Like I said, you know, I want to see more from them. So, like, nothing against sick. You know what I'm saying? He didn't win this one. Well, but I'm a fan, and I would love to see him on other cards coming up.
1: Uh, absolutely. I mean, listen, going to the second round, Jay stepped it all the way up. I think he realized like, yo, I might be down one Oh, and he stepped that thing up. Then I felt like when sick came with it, it just felt like he brought it down a notch. Like it just wasn't as hard hitting as it was in the first round. And I'm like, okay, Jay got the second round. This is going to come down to the third. Yeah. Jay kept his consistency up. He was hard-hitting. He brought the bars with it. He brought all the aggression. Like I said, the heads happened, which not something that we always want to see. But when it does happen and these guys don't cross the line, it brings that excitement to the battle. Now, this was the point where I'm like, okay, Sick can actually bring this home because he knows what kind of energy he has to match. And to me, he just never surpassed that. Like, he had good writing, but it just wasn't enough. And I'm not going to lie. I had Sick to win the battle coming in. And I wanted to pull a sucker move. I thought about it for a split second because the battle was that close. I could have just said, eh, I'm going to go with my boy sick, the, the pick that I chose. But it just didn't sit well with me. Like, and I didn't want to lie. You know what I'm saying? And it just felt like just from that one time watching it, I just came away with Jay the night winning that third round. And I gave the battle to Jay, but it was a very close battle. Both guys put on both guys. If they continue to do this, they're here, you know?
0: The next battle on the tournament, Rubano and Gunpowder Pat, was probably the most disappointing battle of the night. But that's also my rant.
2: That's, that's going to be my rant. Just give y'all heads up. I'm going to try to hold some of this because that's my rant. But when it comes to that, I'm about to not yeah, don't, do don't, don't empty the clip yet. I'm about to
0: empty the clip. I'm, to <laughs> the clip. I'm trying to wait. I was just concerned because... I saw a completely different battle than how it was judged, and a lot of people online saw it very different than the way it was judged. And in fact, this this battle, I think, was the only battle with a unanimous decision other than Squeakle and Your Honor. Right. I was shocked that not a single judge gave a battle to Gunpowder Pat. And I I tweeted right before the match started, will Tony Bro admit if Rubando (laughs) lost? And I think my tweet aged the best out of everything.
1: You know, it's crazy because both guys are Tony Bro All-Stars and we go hard All-Stars. So I was like, this is going to be a pretty interesting battle. I watched the battle and all I could think to myself is that, okay, both guys could be somewhat better, but from what we do have to pick from, Gunpowder Pat just was more diverse, more entertaining, just had a more of a variety in his material. And Rubando was doing the same thing throughout the battle like it never peaked it never like really dropped too much it was just pretty much the same and it was all right like nothing ever he never had really any big highlights to me whereas gunpowder pat even when he brought out the coffee mug it wasn't just a prop the way he was delivering it the way he was dropping his bars it was just like yo this guy is better than the other guy so i'm expecting the battle to go to gunpowder pat
0: but (laughs) I was wrong. I felt more charismatic by by Pat, and he's just more original. Even if you don't like it, Rubano's pretty cookie cutter. He's not intricate enough to be just a a pure puncher.
1: Right. It's not like it's rum I nitty up take, there.
2: I put Uncle, um, oh, my bad. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm with Uncle
0: Rob on this one. I'm I'm not picking nobody. <laughs> I ain't picking <laughs> that nobody. That was kind of strange to omit a vote, but I guess when the outcome's not going to change with your vote, it makes sense. Ah, uh, yeah.
2: I'm not picking nobody.
0: That's yeah. how bad it was for me. And that's how upset I was
2: because this is for $25,000. No, I mean,
0: I hear 20, you. $25,000. Well, just... let's be realistic. Every every bracket, every tournament, in, in essence, is going to have some cherry picks, right? It's going to have some people that like, okay, this is for me to breeze by and get to the next round. It's just they put the two cherry picks against each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, I've, I'm not going to lie to you. When every single judge said that Rube Bando won this battle i thought to myself what battle are we all watching together like i was going back and forth with three letter man and we're asking each other like how did this happen like I-, I just don't understand it and listen man the judging is going to be the judging and the wonderful part about having a tournament and judges is that it's a final decision but the other wonderful part about it is that we don't always have to agree with the decisions. And this one I just thought like if anyone got a 211 and got robbed, this was the battle and I felt like Gunpowder Pat got robbed in this battle.
2: I mean, I understand like at the end of the day we got to pick a winner, somebody got to move forward to battle uh Jay the Nightwing. I get it. You know what I'm saying? So putting my pettiness to the side, the judges did what they did back. like they look they found a winner somehow some way. And Bando, that win don't say much.
0: So, don't be trying to go to the next round like, Ooh. like, no, you ain't do nothing. You, But that's for my rants. Say, we I've seen we a petition that. on Twitter. I've seen a petition on Twitter of uh, fans collecting, like, signatures, trying to replace Rue Bando's slot with real six slot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh, y'all trying to get my rant too early. Yo, y'all, y'all
1: millennials are crazy man. crazy, man. Guys already got a petition going on. Like, this is bananas,
0: man.
2: Where is the petition? I will sign it. Where is it
0: at? This is bananas. Let's go. Aside from that, so so the CC can save some bullets in the clip. Let's talk about the judges. Mm-hmm. How did you guys feel about the judging system we had? The fan voting, the critiques.
1: I mean the judge alright, the judging system. I mean, it's four media personalities. They're trying something new. I get it. You know, cool. Uh, the only thing that I would have liked is if everyone had their votes pre written. And, you know, you could just either flip it at once or you can't change it because the, the, the paper is right there. So you pick it because once you have one person starting to give their reasoning, who knows? It might be able to sway someone else who was right there on the borderline. Like I want predetermined winners when the battle is over. Flip the cards. You can't change your decision. That is that. France, you had something um, that you were talking to me about with the uh, with the fan voting. You want to drop them some knowledge on that, brother?
0: Fan voting was a little confusing because I guess there was a tally on caffeine. And people were confused as to were the comments being total, were the comments kind of over flooding the the majority rules for each MC or was there like a poll where it became some voting and there was a voting option on caffeine to confirm. Mm -hmm. And the fan voting, I'm I'm okay with the fan voting. I actually have a little bit of a problem with the the sequencing of the decisions. Like you said, Vlad, there should be a paper where everybody writes it down. They all raise their paper at the same exact time. And then they go through their explanation because uh, you know, Two people saying a name, and then it's Rita's turn to say a name. I'm not saying that she would switch her name, but now the possibility of her doing so is open. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I, you know, I can see that. I can see that being the issue um, for this for this first round and for the next rounds to come. I do, I do, I do like that suggestion, but I will say this: I will, I know Uncle Ryan ain't gonna give no damn who voted for who. <laughs> like that's one judge. I, that's one thing I learned. Uncle rock gon' say what he say and he to stick by it. He don't care what anybody else gonna think. He don't care if he's being too harsh. You know, he gon' say what he say, so.
1: Uncle is you know. a triple OG. Uncle Ra was polarizing.
0: Huh? Uncle Ra was polarizing. A lot of people felt uh, mixed reviews. Some people loved him as a judge and some people actually didn't like him as a judge. Who
2: said?
1: Yeah, I, I rocked I've seen a with, lot of, I, I rocked with Uncle Rob. I mean, granted, you know, when he said that Jay and um when he said that Jay and Sick had a bunch of filler, I don't like, I don't know about that part player. Like they going they're gonna, it, they gonna it, tear it rubbed, you apart people, for that one.
0: <laughs> it rubbed people the wrong way when he said real sick and Jay was had a lot of filler because they both had angles for each other, both had tailored name uh, flips, right? They both had Taylor punchlines. so that's not necessarily filler.
1: Right. Yeah. I didn't know. where I was like, they're going to tear him apart for that one. But I liked his personality. I liked the way he was giving it up. You know, I, I like him as a judge being there. That one part, though, I was just kind of like, oh, it's going to get a little shaky afterwards.
2: Well, you know, you know, this is battle rap, though. This is this is the fact about battle rap. Me and you can watch the same battle and you will get a different perspective than me. I will feel like these bars did the most for me and you could probably look at it and be like I mean it was cool but I like what he or she was doing better this is what it is this is what happens when you get some judges to get in there and have to judge a battle at the same time not everybody's gonna see it or hear it the same so it's gonna happen
1: now we're all media members on on, up here do we feel that there should have been perhaps an MC there a couple of MCs, you know, judging this battle because, you know, rarely would you have, let's say an ice skating competition and not have anyone who doesn't have any ice skating experience judging, you know, the competition. So what do we feel about a purely media panel judging system going forward with this?
0: I have a lot of thoughts about this. So obviously there's no perfect judging system for this culture. Mm-hmm. Let's get that out the way. So there's always going to be a discrepancy one way or another because you're dealing with a human's opinion, regardless of their status or role or position. I do agree. when you, If you make a panel with variety, Vlad, mm-hmm. then you kind of balance out all of the perspectives available in battle rap. Right. I've always disliked the, the, the point of view that a rapper automatically knows more than a media member mm-hmm. than a fan, because I feel like a rapper has more of an opportunity to be biased than a media member or a mm-hmm. consumer because they have more relationships than a media member and a regular consumer.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that's like a- maybe for example, if like somebody from Cave Gang, you know, was judging and somebody from Cave Cave Gang was in the tournament, you would think that it would be preconceived notion that they're gonna always vote for the Cave Gang member. Just using that as an example.
0: Shotgun Sug wouldn't openly admit that Arsenal lost to Av. But we all were in the building.
2: That's a fact.
0: That's a fact. So, so I, I think there's there's plenty of examples where you could point to where it's like the rapper obviously understands the actions, the behavior, the nature of what it takes to be a performer and an MC. But ultimately there's more fans than battlers in the world. We're the ones who kind of say what we like and what we don't like. So a fan obviously has a very interesting, valuable view. Us media members probably watch a battle, more than the battle rapper themselves watch their own performance. So we're, we're replaying it and we're studying the game tape. So we have a certain way of presenting things. And obviously we all build our own reputations with our opinions over time when we build the track record. So there's a lot of different views. And I feel like no one view is greater than the other. But when you put them all collectively together, you get the opportunity to get the best outcome of what this thing looks like.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Because rappers are looking for certain things that the common fan is not looking for and the fans are just looking for the entertainment side of it you know their own lyrical perspective side of it but we are catching different things that the rappers the the rappers are looking for the inside wordplay the way that they're flipping this stacking that and we're like yeah that's cool but what is he actually saying when he's saying that? You know what I mean? So I do feel that if we had a variety in the judging panel, then we can kind of even it out and we'll get a little bit of everything. And that way you get a true and honest, you know, opinion from things.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Danny Myers had a quote and I love this quote. He said, battle rap is the only action you can do repetitively, but never master. Hmm because as many times as you go on the stage, every single outcome performance and opponent and setting is different than the last. So there's no way to ultimately prepare for everything. And every time you spar with someone, it all always sounds good. Math sparring with whoever he sparred with back in 2011 for Calico must have sounded great before it got on the stage.
1: <laughs> facts. Facts.
0: And it didn't translate with the fans. So who, who, who's right there? The people that math sparred with or the fans. Yeah.
1: And ultimately in a subjective sport, You're not always going to come to the same decision, just like with Rubando and Gunpowder Pat. I'm thinking to myself, how is it that I have a different opinion than four other people? Like, no one agreed with me, like, at all? So it is what it is when it comes to judging.
0: I think what makes this judging system a little unique is that the judges are also not in the building. Mm. They're watching it the same way we're watching it. So that's why when we have a discrepancy of views, we feel a little... You know, a little strange by it. We feel a little like, wait, what? How can we not have seen this the exact same way? At the same time, they're also trying to take notes, and I think they underestimated how difficult it is to take notes of a live battle.
2: Oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. There was one time and where also
2: how to judge a battle on first, on first reaction. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you are so used to watching a battle over and over and over again. They have to judge it the first time, and that's it. There ain't no redos. You can't go back and try to cipher nothing. It's right there. They spit their rounds. You have to pick a winner. Period. Yeah, there was one. So there may be times where you get a bar to go over your head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's what happens when you have people judge battles. There's there's pros and cons to, to doing this. this fact. But what? I was overall that they did a good job.
1: One thing that stood out to me was at one point, I believe it was Uncle Ra, and he said. You know, if this was in the building, I'd have this one way. But, you know, if I'm watching it from, you know, home on camera, I'd have it this way. And I'm like, brother, man, brother, man, brother, man, you can't have it both ways. Like you're not in the building. You're at home watching it. So it's like, you know, you got to make that decision, man. You can't try to have the dual mindset of trying to split it. Of if I was here, it would be this. If I'm here, it would be that nah man, you got to stick with your decision and, and just rock out with it.
0: I think in the building is the perception that we create, but the actual term Vlad is first watch. Mm-hmm.
1: No, absolutely. And I think
0: that's the term that's the term that I didn't hear enough of from the judges yesterday on first watch, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's tough man, it's tough to judge. I ain't going to lie, it is tough to judge, man. So
0: It is. Props
1: this to the Prom- That's why I'm not
2: about to be going for people's <laughs> necks because I know this. Look, if
0: they would have been like, CeCe, you want to job?" I probably would have said no. <laughs> Absolutely. So, prompt- I, got time. I, I don't envy their position.
2: Absolutely. It's a
1: thankless job. And I want to thank them for putting their names and reputations. And Cause t- there's always
2: going to be somebody that be mad.
1: Yep. And their Twitter we handles on everybody. the line because I'm sure their mentions were on fire yesterday. So I want to thank you guys for taking this thankless job, <laughs> and um, whoo! Good luck next week, man, because the mentions are still gonna be on fire.
0: Well, now is the time for for improvement and uh, adjustments. So, like we said, maybe they all come to a collective voting together. Mm-hmm. Um, I like
2: your suggestion: writing it down first, then you, reveal who you got winning, then your explanation, because how they're doing it. Can't open the door of well it's already two votes for this person. I'm just gonna
1: follow the lead. Yeah, absolutely, man. As soon as it's done, I want the I want them to pick their winner individually. I don't want any huddling up and who you got, who you got. I don't know if that's how it went down. So let me put that out there. But I would just like every judge have it written down, flip it, and then we go on and talk to it about that.
0: Moving on with the tournament. Uh, Kid Chaos
1: versus Lou Castro. Ooh. A Very entertaining battle. Ooh. This was the battle that I had my eye on because it was the battle of the lyrical miracles versus presence and performance. And mm-hmm. watching this battle, I thought to myself, I got Lou Castro going into this battle. Why, you may ask? I said, yo, Kid Chaos He's very intricate. He could be very long-winded, even though people love it. People love the writing. They love the pen. But in this two-minute format, people are not going to have enough time to try to decipher everything you're saying and catch all of those jewels and nuggets that might fall through the cracks. And Lou Castro came out firing. He wasn't playing any games, landing haymakers, hella presents things that you can catch on the fly. Not that they were super duper simple, but he made it in a way where it was very palatable and very digestible. What did you guys think?
2: I mean, I agree. I definitely agree with um, with everything that you said. I will also say that my thing with Kid Chaos going into this was is he going to be able to do what he does best in a two-minute slot, time? Like can't go over two minutes. This is a timed round. So that was my thing with Kid Chaos. Was he ever going to be able to be so intricate in two minutes and get his point across and have all those hit?
0: So got you, France. I I was very thoroughly impressed because clearly Kid Chaos did simplify himself. This was actually if you if you were looking for a very this was the simplified version. If you were looking for a version of Kid Chaos to bring it down, this was probably the best you're going to get for two minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you give him an extra minute, obviously, then he gets the chance to build things up a little bit more. But for two minutes, this is probably the most you'll get from him in a a short supply. And Luke Castro, man, he just kind of tapped into the sorcery. He sure did. He (laughs) He tapped into all the tricks and said, you know what? I just have to negate everything this guy does. And... That's always been a, a weakness of the lyrical miracle guys. All it takes is some, a little bit of humor, a little bit of comedy and everything you just said has gone out the window. And I remember the joke over your bars. Nah. He literally started his second round talking about his mother's sister's titties. <laughs>
1: tits, I did, yeah. And
0: then I, I want to see your mother's sister's titties tit. And I'm just like, what that stays in my head over any kid chaos line in the first round now.
1: Right. And to keep it a hundred percent real, Kid Chaos is someone that you need to go back two, three, four times to watch. And what are the key words of the day? Upon first watch. And upon first watch, yeah. I don't care who you are. I've been watching Battle Rap a very long time. I've been watching it longer than some people have been alive. And I'm not going to catch every single bar that Kid Chaos is dropping. I'm sorry. I'm just not. And when you don't have the cachet that a loaded lux has where I can go, I don't really know what he's saying, but fuck it, man. It's Lux, and I know it's got to be fired, so I got Lux 2 1. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you ain't built up that cachet yet, brother. So if
0: I'm not yeah, understanding.
1: I'm just being I'm honest.
0: honest. <laughs> be honest. Lux is obviously the, the pinnacle of that, where it's like all I have to do is just make sure you can understand one reference in yep. this multi layered reference. And if you understand that, you're going to say to yourself, I know there's more there, and you're happy that you caught that one piece
1: of gem yeah like when lux goes to showtime just not at the apollo that you can go okay (laughs) whatever other 12 to 16 bars was surrounding that had to be hot you know what i'm saying like it doesn't matter at that point you're just like yo that's showtime at the apollo i'm gonna just throw the other eight before that and the other eight after that and they all hot you know so uh, that 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 was the only thing man and you could tell chaos wrote his heart out man he performed his heart out and It was just like, yo, Castro's like, you know what? I'm going to show you that you people who love what you do may feel like performance is overrated. Presence is overrated. But all I have to do is land a few haymakers there, a few creative haymakers. And people are going to say, yo, I rock with what this cat is doing because he's really putting on.
2: Just like Anwar, you know, he in the comments, he going off. But yeah, he definitely said everybody else in the comments is saying with Kid Chaos, you know, that is the thing. You're not going to catch everything first first watch. Right. And like I said, there's so much he's going to try to pack in in two minutes. It's
0: going to be hard.
2: It's going to be
0: tough.
2: It's going to be tough. You got the glasses on again. He
1: got the cool glasses on. made me a very
0: wealthy man. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you collected some good cheese on Castro, he was the bracket buster
0: he was the bracket buster but I, I, I want to point this out guys, Cortez opened a, a battle rap book for betting Friday night, Friday evening before the tournament and me and him were speaking and he told me, he had 11 bets, directly for one on one matches, and out of those mm. 11 bets 9 of them were for Kid Chaos
1: mm. my man Cortez got that cheese
0: <laughs> Vegas <laughs> loves Kid Ca- uh, um, Luke Castro right now.
1: <laughs> In fact, your Cortez, let me hold something,
0: B. Cortez did say he would take him out to dinner, so I hope he holds his word for that.
1: <laughs> he go cash app him sixty dollars. <laughs> the,
0: the, the one, the last thing I want to say before we move on to the next battle, are we? Although it was a, a, a upset by by the voting of the people and by the volume of selections. Are we surprised? Because Castro has battled a lot of guys that are more lyrical than him, a la Street hymns. and he just ne- nef- like negates them, diffuses them, and wins clearly in the building.
1: I wasn't surprised, bro. That's why I picked him to win the battle. I wasn't surprised. Listen, Kid Chaos... The Chaotix are a rabid fan base. Like, they support their man. They ride a dive for Kid Chaos. That's why he was overwhelmingly the favorite. Not for nothing, I think Castro probably got a little bit of that Goonie hate spillover. You know what I'm saying? Like, that spilled into his cup. So now he's fighting that. He's fighting the Chaotix. And when you're the overwhelming favorite and you're super intricate boy you got a lot to live up to you have a lot to live up to and if you're not leaving people with memorable haymakers and bombs that you're landing but you're still doing a lot of great rapping it's going to make it difficult for you to win that battle and i hope this is something that the guys who are going next week are going to pay attention to right
2: they better be taking
1: notes absolutely and they better yep. make
2: sure they go back and look at their rounds if they've been you know trying to chop some down and realize that that two minutes Yep. At two minutes ain't a long time. Yep, It's the not a beer- long time. You got to get to your point and you've got to do it creatively and it got to hit.
1: Mm-hmm. Guys, before we move on, yeah. Anwar pointed something out to me. The judges had to text their winners in, you know, and then they deliberated on their panel so mm. that's just a little update okay. so instead of having the card and flipping it over they had to text it in and then they had to talk about it so thank you anwar for clearing that up for us that was something that i was wondering about and now you have made that clear so appreciate you my brother
0: i appreciate the transparency there uh i hope now that that's public knowledge and we could definitely put that out there as breaking news because that is very important for everybody to know yes the last battle won't be much to talk about your honor and Squico uh what mm. a disappointing performance uh choked Two rounds. Virginia had out of two rounds. Oh, and that he never. Talking.
2: He was talking during that
1: face off. Boy. He was talking. Boy. I
2: hate when that happens, you be talking in that face off
1: and I'll be ready for you. Always tuck it, tuck it, tuck it, tuck it, And
0: then you just got
1: France, man, let me it take
0: it. F- it felt like he performed as if he knew nobody would pick him to win almost.
1: France, I, I gotta say something, man. Before this really? battle, before this battle happened, I had the Cheesetown guy Squeeko taking this battle, Your Honor. Never completed three rounds in a battle that I saw, and if you're going into a tournament, your track record and your reputation is going to precede you. So there was no way in the world that I could have picked Your Honor to win the battle, even though he's had great highlights in one round versus. Bill Collector and versus uh, the other guys, versus Swamp and the other guys that he's battled, it's never been a complete three rounds. He's never brought it. And Squeeko is just a guy who's consistent all the time. And I know that his ceiling is higher than what he's performed at. So I'm right. like, Squeeko's gonna win. Even our guy, seventy six of Mike Scott. He's like, Yo, Squeeko. He's from town. We from the same place. I got him winning too boy your honor was not playing okay first round performance back lyrical bag like he had the the cement theme scheme and all that like i was like yo okay he's got this for one round all right Squeeko. he came out the first round he's doing the whole judging thing you know you're the one who put this guy away that guy away. i'm like okay i see where this is going cool 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 never really came with the knockout blow with that and it just wasn't enough your honor was doing a whole lot and then to begin the second round your honor started off exactly where he left off at the end of the first round I've never seen something like that before like that was great execution a new thing that he brought into I've never seen that in battle rap before I thought that was fire and his second round was fire and then Squeako he want to win that
2: 25,000 that's why
1: he won to win
2: that twenty five thousand and uh with battle rap stats, they in the um comments talking about it too. It was squeakos to lose. Mm-hmm. I say I didn't pick uh your honor. Mm-hmm. So obviously my bracket is just trash right now. But I didn't pick <laughs> your honor because like I said, he, he does have highlights and battles, but overall I don't really see I don't really have him winning a lot of battles like that. And right. also he goes off by crowd reaction and we all know there's battlers that love that crowd reaction right. and they need that crowd reaction and I always took him for one of those so
0: I didn't I was surprised but you know Squeako
2: he 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 chokes and let, let, just let did me not put a,
0: perform. Let, let me put a bow on this. I was very shocked with your honor's performance. It was probably the most shocking performance in my opinion, regardless of we had the biggest upset of the day. When I close my eyes for a second, Your Honor sounded like a prime T Rex. Right? Like total slaughter.
1: Even did the hat and, slam, bruh.
0: And all three of us didn't pick your honor to, to advance, but after watching just that one moment, like Squeakle never recovered from that first round, and maybe this is a Uh-oh. uh overreaction. This is a Sunday morning overreaction, Uh-oh. and I'm ready to overreact. Uh oh. I can see your honor going to the finals now. <sighs> wow. What are you going with there? Mm.
1: Tech- the man okay. wants to pick your honor to okay. go all the way to the finals. I mean, your honor did good and he
0: did
2: better than what I thought he
0: was going to do. But- Ronald honor has Rubando next. Aww. He's going to breeze through Rubando. Rubando <laughs> is no to I mean. here. He do got, he's, he do got he's, he's, next. He he's automatically granted a final four spot. And at that moment, it's either between Castro or Jay.
1: Oh, man, yo, how do you get a buy in the second round? This is crazy. This is nuts. You know, the, uh, the the thing that I will say, though, man. All right, Squeako picked it up in the third. Cool. I wanted to see your honor try to snap his neck. I wanted to see that killer instinct. I wanted to see him try to put him away. And your honor kind of eased off the gas, like, knowing, like, hey, you know, I got this in the bag. Which is, is cool in some people's eyes, but I wanted to see that killer instinct instinct because sometimes how you finish is how you start and how you pick up for the next goal round so i wanted to see that boy bring it home man and drop that ddt on him he ain't do but it though I'll, man
0: i will say he he did have the killer instinct Squeeko kind of messed up his first round and then before your honor started his second round he looked at him and said hey, you want to get it back you good yeah yeah, 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 that was a nail in the coffin. The battle was over at that moment. <laughs> yeah, but you well, you got, um, yeah, you didn't need a third round. You got but-
2: some company, friends, because PDK underscore Dizzy said he got honor versus. Um, dang it just went away. He got honor in the final
0: two. Wow! Listen, he's got well, a buy. Got, he's, there's two. There's he's got a two he's, there, got, he's got he's got a <laughs> buy round. He's in the he's in the final four, and if he's in the final four. Anything can happen there, guys. Let's, let's go to some battle rap news for the week. Let's
1: yeah. do it. Your Honor, uh, I apologize, brother, because to... I really dragged you in my predictions, man. And you showed up and showed out. So I got to give you your props. Pop your collar, playboy.
0: Yeah, me but, too. So just turn this over to some news. shout out to iBattle. They booked a, I guess, quiet room, private event battle between XL and Head Ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, rendezvous card. And it sounds like I got some insight with Lex. He said he knows some, you know, some op guys, right? <laughs> you know, some <laughs> deli owners. Some what guys? Right? <laughs> You know some deli owners. Okay, thank you. (laughs) And and so, he might be having some bodega battles. Mm, Meet me at the bodega. Don't do me no quiet room. Quiet room bodega battles. And he booked XL and had ice. What do you guys think of this?
1: France, on some New York City shit, I love this, yo. The bodega is like the headquarters. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) A lot of things happen at the bodega, all right? A lot of things go down at the bodega, okay? The bodega is like, it's the cornerstone of the hood. And who do we have? A hood general, head ice. This guy is the epitome of the gutter. He is the streets. He is the concrete. And you are going to lock him in a bodega to battle (laughs) XL? Oh, this is about to get crazy, bro. Like We might see one of the best head ices that we've seen in years. Just from the atmosphere that we're going to be in, yo. It's going to be crazy.
0: It's going to be crazy. There's no better atmosphere for head ice, so I, I'm i with you. Yeah. Nasty. I mean, I don't know. I, I need some time
2: before I just make a prediction. Not but that. I'm excited to see this. Because yeah. I feel like Excel. I do like Excel. I mean, I'm not we not about to act like Excel ain't is a nobody. So I feel like I need some time before I make a prediction. I can't I, I don't think, know because he Head, Head, Head Ice ain't been A one in some battles, okay? Head Ice has had some issues in battles, so we ain't gonna act like he just been perfect. Right, but think
1: uh-huh. about and think about That's this too. Like it's been a minute since Head Ice has got to battle at home. You know what I mean? And to really touch on touch down on the soil and really put it down with people that really you know, are from where he's from and understand that. So I, I picture a few people from the neighborhood might be inside that bodega and he's really going to get a chance to cut loose. This is really a good opportunity for XL also, because you have no real crowd there. And XL is another guy. who gets a little lyrical miracle ish. You know what I mean? So now you really get a chance to flex all the lyrics and not have to worry about is the crowd going to get this or they going to pick that up. Was that too intricate for that? You know, so this is an opportunity for both guys to be in the element and to really put on, man. But I'm really excited to see head ice in New York City in a locked bodega with the cat sitting on top of the bread and all that stuff, man. And either Poppy or, you know, my man Mohammed back there behind the deli making things happen. Like, it's going to be crazy, dog. I'm with this. Yo, Lex, you keep on coming up with these ideas, brother, man. I appreciate you and what you're doing for this car child.
0: All right, let's move on with the news. We have Gnome 10. Mm. Gnome X has Mm -hmm. been announced yesterday. It will be going down July 11th. For everybody on the stream, now's your chance. Drop all of your comments on the stream. Tell us a match you want to see on Gnome X, Gnome 10. We know Loaded Lux and Surface headline in this card. But what other mega matches do you want to see? What other main event quality match do you want to see on this card?
1: Bruh, I want to see Gichigati versus Calico.
2: Oh, you he took mine.
1: Let's get you this on. Mine. Yo. You took mine.
2: That's a, what I want to see.
1: My bad, home That's girl. I, I want to see that. They both represent the streets. They both talk for the streets. Ever since Geechee came out, I've been saying, I want to see this battle. And I think Geechee Gotti will try to put an end to Calico. I think he's really going to try to level up and say, yo, I am the two time champ. I'm going for that 3 Pete, and you haven't been at the top of your game for a hot second. You was super fire versus ill will. But other than that, I've seen some cracks. I've seen some kinks in the armor, and I feel like I can accomplish the job and complete the task. And if he gets that victory, that feather in his cap... Boy, he could put on them shades, get in that lowrider and start cruising towards 3 Pete Boulevard, man.
0: we have any comments there? Anybody uh throw up any matches? If they Shine didn't, versus out. Chess.
1: Rock versus Ill. Who else you guys?
2: Don't waste Geechee Ooh. battle on Cal. No, you didn't.
1: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <Lot of> mercy. <laughs> they were don't waste a Geechee. Got to battle on Calico. Lot of mercy. Don't
2: do that. Oh, Hitman don't versus Twerk. But no, I had, I, I definitely want to see Geechee on the stage battling whoever. I'm here for Geechee versus anybody because I just love Geechee. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to see, I just need Cal and Berg to battle. I think they just need to get it over with. They've been doing a lot of talking on Twitter for mm. a minute now. Mm. It's time for them to see each other on a big stage, and this will be perfect. Mm. Let's go. We also
0: got I got a couple matches. So go ahead, hey, player. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, sh- shut them out.
1: Mook versus Briz. Mook and, uh, versus Briz. <laughs> and Goods, Goods versus Geechee.
0: I like Goods and Geechee. I think Mook and Briz is his own event, honestly. Oh. Okay.
1: So, I'm
2: not going to it.
0: Summer Madness. <laughs>
1: Summer Madness.
0: Let's just be honest. Mook and Briz right now is box office. Anybody yep. will pay for that, and I think that in itself can be a main event. Like you don't just stack a Luxus and a Surf and a Mook and a Briz, unless you, you could. But that's definitely something you could make separate entities. I want to see Hollow and Rum Nitty. Oh. Mm. I want to see Hollow down and Rum Nitty. I think it's time for Nitty to get a goat plate. I also want to see K-Shine and Patch Day, yes. which has already been booked. I've just been delayed. Yes.
2: Yes. Because Shine won me. He won a battle
1: past day. He nice. won a battle past day. So let them go. Let them go. Absolutely. Period. Yeah, no, some fire matches, man. Who's that? Cal versus T Top. Interesting match. These are some
2: good ones. These are some good ones. I ain't mad at none of, of, these.
0: of these. I ain't mad at none of these.
2: Right.
0: But. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of? Uh, we left Twerk What do you guys think of Twerk and Tayrock? oh
2: they gonna have to see each other
0: it's long overdue
2: it's yeah they gotta see each other it is
1: it is right now i don't know like that's not a match that like it's on the top of my list to see will i watch it will i be intrigued absolutely but it's not one that i'm
0: clamoring for at this moment did it miss your window vlad
1: for me i feel like it did you know, I feel like the window kind of closed just a little bit on that one, and I feel like there's better competition for both guys to battle. You know, I feel like the window on that one is just passed me by.
0: Let's move on, on to some more news we got. Let's talk about all the app battles that dropped this past week.
1: Yes, sir.
0: We had New Jersey twerk, Emerson Kennedy. Drop. Oh, wait a
1: minute. Hitman and twerk, France.
0: Oh. That one I'm here for. I, listen, on pa- I'm pressing the brakes for that one. Can I, can I just say this? On paper, I'm here for that match. But right now, I need somebody that's a little more consistency hit, man. It's my opinion. Mm. Mm. Oh! But see, I'll save that for my rant later in the day. I'll oh, save that for my rant in the day.
1: A lot of my RC. All right, brother.
0: All right, so URL at Battles that dropped this past week. We had the Saga versus Cortez drop, which... Yes was a pretty good fire. sterilized battle fire battle
2: fire
0: very 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 good sterilized battle i i, I want to say that cortez's third round was immaculate mm-hmm. it was special mm-hmm. I felt You guys it. think i felt that go ahead Cece. turn up
2: i felt it talk, talk about and it i ain't the biggest cortez fan but i ain't no hater i felt that third round and i actually got cortez winning the battle
0: so yeah. glad you thoughts on Cortez's third round.
1: I mean, what more is there to say, man? The man, like he delivered that pain, man. He brought it home and Cortez, you know, he has that gear sometimes that he can get to. And this was one of those moments, man. Like people will try to write him off or write him out, but the boy's super consistent. And not for nothing. I mean, Saga has been hot. He's been on a streak. He ain't have a weak battle in almost like two years now, man. So for that battle to go down the way it did and for Cortez to edge it out, like props to Poppy, man. He brought it home, man. He brought it home. And that battle was shot on top of Saga's church. Smack was holding the camera filming this battle. So you know that means just a little bit more. And them boys delivered, man. Like even, you know, Even though I got Cortez winning the battle, Saga was fire. Like you can't deny the boys. So both dudes put on man. Good look for New York City. Great battle. If you haven't seen it, go on the app and go watch that battle, man. Props to both gentlemen.
2: Yes, Saga did his thing too. Like he, it, it was, it was a good battle. Replay value. I loved
0: it. Hell yeah! I I do want to say that when you talk about. Um, all time third round. You just can't leave Cortez out of the conversation. Um, Emerson Kennedy and New Jersey Twerk also dropped. And I want to say I'm very grateful that even though this is through quarantine, uh, Emerson Kennedy looks like he's gotten a little contract extension with URL. He's battled, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think he's battled five times or, or four or five times already. He's battled Danny. He's battled Twerk. He's battled Arsenal. Yeah. Right? Uh, he's battling on the rooftop. Looks like they gave him a little, and he's battled QP. So that's five battles in the past year for so far on URL for 2020.
1: Hey, man he pulled that renegotiation during the extension. year <laughs> absolutely man he brings value man for the contract Vlad, was, this, that, yeah. Vlad,
0: was this a good contract extension
1: Yeah, yeah 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 i mean you got yourself another lyrical west coast guy you got yourself who's not cookie cutter who's not of the norm but who's definitely talking spicy and who ain't afraid to take on any competition and he's delivering you know you're going to get consistency with him so good pickup by the url good contract extension
0: Moving on with the news. Uh, since so we just talked about Miss and Kenny. We could talk about the rooftop event that's coming up uh, being shot, I believe next week or the week after mm-hmm. quarantine sterilized too. Mm. So now they're getting these quiet room battles. They did these one-off quiet room battles, quarantine sterilized. Now they have an entire card. The card has T-Top and Mike P. Uh, mm. Should I read the card off and, and then we talk about it? Or yeah, do we yeah. want to talk about it as I go through? Run it right. Off. Run it off. Run it off. have T-Top and Mike P. Headline in this card. Have Geechee Gotti and Chilla Jones. Danny Mines versus New Jersey Twerk, long-awaited. J.C. versus Emerson Kennedy, getting mm. his request. Rum Nitty versus Franchise, getting a big challenge. Mm. And The Saga versus Bita, a long-awaited grudge match. Boy. that J.C.? You
1: said
2: J.C. and
0: who? And Emerson Kennedy.
2: Ooh. That,
0: that
1: pen game. The, the pen lovers are gonna going to be going. The
2: pen is <laughs> going to be strong. Oh, and it's disrupting
1: Some Let's fire go. battles on this card, man.
2: But that's good. I, yeah,
1: France. I ain't gonna um, lie to you, man. That B dot and the Saga battle, Saga. B dot has
2: been on it too. This B to, been on fire. This
1: is about to be a war. All right, it's about to be a war, and I know that we also have like you know, the differences in beliefs and theologies and all that. But outside of all of that, these are both two skilled MCs. All right. So, and it feels like rooftop dot. He's got a little formula down where he'll bring you what he brings you traditionally, but now he's also kicking your ass with all the entendres, with all the punches, with all the haymakers. And like I said, man, Saga's been on such a streak for the last two years, and he knows how much this battle means. So you know he's bringing 115%. This is a battle that's long overdue. The window was still wide open for this battle. I mean, bro, man, from the fifth float could have climbed through this window for this battle, and I'm glad that URL is making it happen. Saga, you're going to the West Coast. You know what that's going to be like. Boy, bring your A game, B dot. Been won this battle for a minute. You've been putting on, boy. You better bring your A game, man. I'm ready for this battle.
0: This has BLTY written all over it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: This has BLTY written all over it. Um, Chilla Jones, who has an LTBR stat. Is the <clears throat> tenth battle rapper to battle New Jersey Twerk and Geechee Gotti within six months? Oh wow! And I feel like it's almost a rite of passage now with URL. Is like, oh, let's just throw you our two biggest stars,
1: <laughs> right?
0: And see how you deal with the new. See how you do with this with this new era. And Chilla Jones and, and Geechee Gotti. This is a real big test to, uh, to Geechee's pen. I mean, Geechee's pen is is pretty good, obviously, but he just knows how to variate. His, uh, his attributes. He's like, okay, I'm going to be explosive this round. I'm going to angle this round. This round, I'm going to punch this round. I'm going to do this. This round, I'm going to rely on some rebuttals. Now he has three full rounds in a quiet setting where he says it's all pen. All and of I it. don't doubt that he can rise to the challenge. Not at all.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with the comment that Geechee and uh, Chilla, that's, it's, I wouldn't have thought about that uh, combination. But, um, yeah, I think, I think Geechee going to be all right with that one, with Chilla. But, yeah, yeah he's going to have to, you know, because Chilla, he got a pin. So, but I think Geechee has proved that he can battle against the punchers, the pins, whatever, the performers, because that's, every, like, everybody always says, well, you know, Geechee's this, but can he perform? Does he got a strong enough pin? And Geechee keeps telling y'all. I can do it all.
1: I can do this. <laughs> I mean, at at this point, so. if, if you're doubting it, then you might as well go sit in the corner, put on a long triangle hat that has the word dunce on it, and just face the wall, all right? Count to hey. 332, and then come back and rejoin us, all right? Because the man has proven it, and that's why he's the back-to-back champ, okay? His pen is good enough. It's chill a little bit more intricate, Yes. But as we all know, the pen is not always mightier than the sword when the sword can chop your head off. Okay. Cause in that moment, that's what matters. So this battle is going to be a fire battle. I feel like Geechee, he will step his pen game up also. But then we also have to say, is Chilla Jones going to also match that intensity, that aggression and that wit that Geechee Gotti brings? to the battle, so fire matchup.
0: Danny Myers and New Jersey Twerk a long-awaited match. Mm. And... It's
2: gonna be loud. That's gonna be a loud fire <laughs> and battle. Um, that's, I, that's
0: the
2: first thing I thought about. Loud <laughs> with Danny yelling, twerk, twerk, jumping around. Danny. You guys yeah. ever?
0: You, you guys ever? You guys ever buy any of those cakes from like Costco's that come in the plastic <laughs> container? And then late at night, you want to go grab a little snack. And, like, you, you try your best to not wake everybody up, but no matter what, that plastic <laughs> container has its responsibility to just make as much noise as possible.
1: Hell yeah. Even
0: at the lowest volume possible, that's what Danny Myers and is going to be. It's going to be a battle where it's a, a volume one, and I can still hear it in the next room.
1: Son, that's like uh, opening I, up a I, bag of chips at three in the morning. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> everybody's going bar god versus
0: big enough. <laughs> Loud ass. Danny I, I, I want to say I, I think I think Danny is a little battle Fatigue, 20 battles, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, Already maybe 6 battles In so far this year, but I think this is One of those battles, he says, fatigue or not I'm putting in 110% Because I was supposed to get this match Almost 2 years ago in my home city And I didn't get it
1: My thing is, mm. I hope that Danny I know he's hyped for this battle And I know he's gearing up For this battle But there is such a thing as sometimes being overprepared and too hyped. So I just hope that all that aggression, that anger and that hate that he has for New Jersey Twerk, that he just finds a way to wrangle that in and just deliver the bars with precision because you can get too hyped and then Twerk just knows how to. Hit you right in that sternum, right in the solar plexus, bong, bong. And then all of a sudden, he just neutralizes you. He has that ability to do that. And my thing, I I just hope this battle doesn't get too physical. Like when Danny, see, Danny clearly stated that he hated K-Shine when they battled. He was getting hella physical with K-Shine. Somehow, Shine matured and he was like, I'm not going to fight you. Danny, don't get too hyped. That's all I'm saying. Let's keep this one clean. Let's keep it lyrical. Let's keep that aggression <laughs> to the battle.
0: That's it. I am, I am excited to see New Jersey Torque with no crowd because although we've seen him in a couple uh, sterilized Skype battles, that is Skype, and of course, in the Skype battles, he's still kind of not fumbling, but he has the stoppage. He has to bring it back. But again, I'm going to just assume that it's a Skype battle, and these guys are preparing an hour before it's time to go live, and they have their lyrics <laughs> on the screen. So I, I... I, I I can only take a Skype battle so serious, right? <laughs> we, we've seen Shotgun Shug read. <laughs> we've seen his pupils move left and right. Yeah, because then I come out. <laughs> so now Twerk has proven that he's Let's better get in his room. One
1: thing
2: straight.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll we?
2: <weep. laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, brother. He's proven that he's uh he's better in a small room than a crowd, but is he better with no crowd at all?
2: Mm. talk.
0: uh <laughs> run nitty franchise. Let's talk about that.
2: Franchise get a nitty? Okay. That's get, it. You, get nitty, but you know. who he got a big plate. That's a big plate.
1: That is uh That is a oh. huge plate you know i've That's been a on,
2: big I, I wasn't expecting that
1: one i've been on record calling franchise the pascal siakam of the url all right raw talent skilled foreigner who's developing all right pascal siakam went from being a guy who you didn't know about to being a world champion to being second best player on his team to the guy who's about they're about to hand him over no pun intended, the franchise in a second once Kyle Lowry is up out of here, once he decides to go. So franchise is that guy who's, he's up and coming, he's got that engine, he's got that motor, he's got bars, he's got punches. But Rum Nitty though, man, that guy, you talk about no lacking, he ain't never lacking when it comes to the bars. In bar. There you go. E-S-B. There you go.
2: Every- it's Let's go. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, I can't... I respect Franchise. I'm happy he got this big plate. You know, I hope he come out the gate. He gonna have to come out the gate with Nitty, because that's how Nitty is. Out the gate, you gonna punch your life out. He not gonna play with Franchise. And...
1: I don't know. Yeah, and they're both EFB. Know, they're both EFB, so it's like Big Brother taking Little Brother out to the backyard. And, you know, he gonna come I out, he gonna, he gonna be like, I, I I, I, could, let's go to the backyard. You know what I'm saying? Let's lock. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you gonna have to show Big Brother that you ready to take him on. You ready to lock horns. You know what I'm saying? And Big Brother ain't trying to lose no, he ain't trying to lose no fade on camera. That's all I'm saying.
0: So Yeah, that's true. The, the EFB important. connection you just made, Vlad, was the most interesting thing for me about this match because it feels like now to be a part of EFB there's a little gatekeeping. Like you have to go through Rum Nitty. Big K, who was part of EFB before he left, had to battle Rum Nitty. That was Jerry West before extent. he became EFB. <laughs> yeah, that was a quick membership. Uh, but Jerry West before he uh, became EFB had to battle Rum Nitty. Yeah. And Rum Nitty in this gatekeeping uh, role situation, he executes. He executes. However. Oh, Nitty has his first loss in a sterilized rooftop, no crowd battle. Right, right. That means right. maybe the crowd does do something for his momentum in those punches. Mm-hmm. That's, That's not, not right. to say the franchise probably doesn't need it just as bad as he does. Mm-hmm. But we've already seen uh, Nitty kind of struggle—not struggle, but not feel as powerful or as impactful without the the backing of an audience. So maybe franchise could look at the beat I battle and say, okay, well. There's something I could pick at. It's his only loss on the app. It's the only thing you can study from.
1: Yeah, man. I gotta admit,
2: I'm a nitty nitty fan. Part
1: of the nitty
0: committee. Oh, all three of us. All three of us. All three of y'all.
2: I was like, dang, I had to rewatch Be Dad and Nitty to make sure I didn't miss no bars. I was like, wait a minute. No. Let's go back. Let's go back to the first round. I must have missed something.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, oh, no. I mean, listen, man, B dot had a clear game plan when it came to battling Nitty. And mm-hmm. with franchise, it's more punches. He doesn't really come with a, 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 I mean, it doesn't really always come with a clear game plan. Other than when he battled Jack, I felt like he was pretty structured with that one. You know, when he had the Jack battle, he was pretty damn structured. But the rest of the other battles, it's a lot of punches, name flips that tries to happen. And I just feel like Nitty is better at that than Franchise is. But fire battle, though, nonetheless, though. It should be dope because it's EFB versus fire. EFB. I think Franchise is going to be good in
2: it, too. He's going to step up because, you know, like he say, he part of EFB. He got something to prove, you know, to the honcho. <laughs> you, know, like,
1: you, know, you picked me for a reason Honcho, I you want to prove to you I'm good a enough, Holmes
0: to put, a, to put a ribbon on it And then talk about the main event With Nitty and Franchise It's it's kind of interesting to think It's like Romnity is really about to just Punch his life away And Franchise has to do the exact same thing And Franchise battled Av Who pushed his pen and took him to the next level When we've yeah. seen Franchise take a leap It was after his Av battle Right. The only thing franchise could do after this nitty battle is get better. Absolutely. So, you ne- you never lose. You learn.
1: Couldn't have said that better. Uh,
0: uh, the main event: T Top and, and Mike P. I'm very happy that Mike P is getting that that love that he deserves. Yay!
1: Our fellow caffeine Come brother, on,
0: Mike P. These guys are two Come great on. anglers, so I can expect a great story between the two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Although
0: T Top does predictably always go for the white angle, <laughs> I would hope that this time around he. uh avoids
1: that hey listen man i never gets tired of hearing the brothers go for the white angle all right so you go angle that white man you put him back in his corner you let him know that he is a guest in this culture (laughs) right i ain't never mad because when the white man has (laughs) where's my kufi that's what i need to get for the next show man i need to get my kufi that's where where's my crown all right no man but T-Top, all jokes aside, T-Top is one of the smartest battlers out there. And when it comes to angling, there's more than one way to skin a cat, you know. So I feel like there's things that T-Top can pick from when it comes to Mike P. And he will find different angles as long as doing the traditional T-Top thing. That's being witty. That's having bars. That's being creative. That's being a showman. That's being an entertainer. So I'm not worried about that.
2: T top is just dangerous because of everything you just said. Mm -hmm. He's dangerous, but I'm also not just gonna count out Mike P quick because Mike P has risen to the occasion multiple times. He has held his own multiple times versus some big names. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, this one's gonna be good. But T top, what he just did to Tay Rock?
1: Mm. Mm. A lot of bars here.
2: Mm. he dangerous
0: so we're about to close up we're about to close up guys and uh, we got our rants individually so Vlad's about to take the floor and I'm about to let Vlad play this interesting clip Mm -hmm. Vlad would you like to introduce to people the clip that you're about to play while I screen uh, shift you and the floor is completely all yours me and CC will be gone
1: I am going to take you guys back into the time chamber we're going back about a decade we're going back to lion's den We're going back to Harlem, Cortez versus head ice, the first battle. All right. Now, this was a battle that was set up and it went down with some special guest judges. Listen, hip hop legends. Big Daddy Kane was in the building. Rock him was in the building. Styles P was in the building. Raekwon was in the building kid capri was a special guest host okay like these five guys that i'm talking about are pillars in hip-hop okay and they're judging the battle cortez came up with about 50 puerto ricans and brothers and they invaded harlem head ice was at home all right comfortable he might have had the, the the couch there with the one broken leg where you got to sit down and adjust it. He might have had that in the building, all right? Now, I bring this battle up because it was a judge battle. And what do you see behind me? Ultimate madness, right? Nothing but judged battles. What were we talking about earlier? Do the judges always get it right? Not always. And we're talking about five guys who have put out certified classics in hip hop. So you think that they must know what's going on. They got to know everything about the lyrics and the bars. And of course they're going to pick the winner. Now in this battle, both guys put up a fight, but Cortez, I mean, the, the, the general consensus is that he won this battle. And in my heart of hearts, I had Cortez winning this battle. It was just simple and plain. But one by one, the judges deliberated and they gave head ice the battle and the Gualas and the brothers from Brooklyn were not happy about this, nor was plenty of the fans who were watching this battle. I was one of them. And the reason why they were saying that Cortez didn't win this battle is because. He went into a Philly Swain flow and they're like, yo, my, my dude, you know, you can't be using another guy's flow. You can't, you got to be more original. And I'm like, you guys are a little bit out of touch with this modern battle rap and what it has become from back in the days when KRS-One was going at MC Shan and Kane and Rock Rakim were throwing, you know, subliminals at one another. Like, this is a different ball game. This is a different era there. And to me, they got it completely wrong. And you're sitting there and you're going, damn, man, like, I don't want to disagree with these legends, but they're out of the loop. And it just goes to show you that when it comes to battling, it's such a subjective art form that you're not always going to get it right. Even if you've put out some of the classics, albums in hip hop history, you too can be wrong. And on that day, they were wrong. Cortez got robbed in Harlem, and that is a battle that will live in infamy, because everyone who was there know that that's not the way that it was supposed to go down. And another caveat to this battle, Cortez, the Gualas, and the brothers from Brooklyn were so upset that this battle didn't go their way, that after the battle... One of these legends got pressed behind the scenes. These are Cortez's words; they were already put out there on the internet. I'm not six nine in this situation. You know what I'm saying? So I hope one of these days we're going to be able to get Cortez up here and he can further discuss what went down after the battle. That's how upset they were. That's how bad they felt that they got robbed. And that is our throwback battle of the day. I mean, of the week. You know, next week I'm gonna come back with you guys. With another one and we're gonna bring you back in the battle rap time machine, man.
0: Time. Great work. Great work. Uh, I, I definitely think there's a lot of there's a lot of history in that. It's a lot of history in that Vlad and uh it changed judging in battle rap forever because mm-hmm. like you said, our hip hop forefathers got it wrong. And if they got it wrong, who's gonna get it right? <laughs> You know what I'm
1: saying? Like it's crazy, man. Like they got it wrong, and like I said, these guys are our pillars. They are our forefathers. You, it's like looking at your dad and telling your dad, "Pops, you don't know what the hell you talk about," and he's just stuck in his ways to where, no, I'm right. Sit your dumb ass down. You don't know nothing about that, that boy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how they talk to you. You know, but that night they got it wrong, man. And one of them almost paid the price for getting it wrong. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Let's
0: close off the day with our with our rant of the day. And uh, since so she's been holding in this clip, and <laughs> I'm, gonna let, I'm gonna let her get off her rant, and then when she's done with her rant, I'm gonna let her know if she was inbounds or out of bounds, obviously. And when I get <laughs> off of my rant, she's gonna she's gonna tell me the same. Let's go, ladies first.
2: So obviously, Gunpowder Pack and Rubando were like, let's not act like they were one of they were pro, they were the worst battle yesterday. For Ultimate Madness, okay, like I, I I appreciate everybody trying their best to try to pick something to say it was good or it was decent, but this for twenty five thousand dollars, okay? They probably would never get this chance again to make twenty five thousand dollars to battle. Season vets, there's a lot of season vets that don't get twenty five thousand dollars to battle, okay. We talk about people like Surf. we talk about people like Hollow, Verb, Mook, Lux, that can demand $25,000 for a battle. You getting that if you win this tournament. You got to write like you want that money, okay? And this is for everybody else, but I'm just, I'm I'm pulling y'all two out because y'all two that did it first. Show up with some weak-ass bars and didn't do very well, okay? And whoever wins this has to open up gnome. Am I correct?
0: Correct. That's correct.
2: We don't want you be waiting outside in the hot sun, be tired, thirsty, drunk, and high. Come up in there and watch two people open up gnome, and it be trash. Okay, we don't. I, I'm not. Look, I'm not here for that. I need. Bando, you moving forward, so I'm, I'm going to need you to do, do a better job. And for everybody else, like, lesson learned, like, do not drop the ball. You're not going to get no sympathy. And you're really messing up your opportunity to show Smack that you were picked for a reason and that he didn't make a mistake on you. Like, if you just do bad, I will not be surprised if you don't get booked for a long time with the URL because they're like damn we gave you an opportunity of a lifetime with some money and you gonna do all that so that's my little rant I don't need five minutes I said what I said that's my rant of the day
0: I think your your rant was pretty imbalanced until one point you said it was the worst battle of yesterday I disagree with that Cece it was actually the worst battle of the month
1: damn son yikes
2: (laughs) (laughs) The month, of Arguably
0: in the list for the worst battle so far of 2020. So my rant of the day, I'm gonna switch gears, is actually nothing related to Ultimate Madness. It's actually in pertaining to an individual who we consider a star who has been on URL plenty of times, and I'm I'm starting to have some concerns about his career. New Jersey twerk. So he has this, this mantra of late preparation, last minute prep, where he preps 24 to 72 hours before a battle. And it always has some explosive moments, some explosive material, some highlights. And it's it's really great, but it's never fully a complete product. And he always says, well, imagine when I finally take things a little serious or when I finally prep or when I get this down packed." And somehow in 2019, he got lyrically better, but his entire career took a step back. His brand is already tarnished to the point where now like there will always be an if next to his name and he is responsible of that if he has to hold that if and he's aware of that and even if he consistent for three to four years in this game which is really difficult to do that that stigma will forever live with you now you have to always wear it chess just came off of, of one year of where he was fundamentally sound started 2020 with a choke and now everybody's saying well he reverted back to his old ways with twerk my concern is well, the Gotti battle, he didn't rise to the expectations. So now I'm, I'm worried can he headline an event? Because headlining on URL after five, six, seven battles, eight to 10 hours in the day, you have a fatigued crowd. He really feeds off of energy off of a crowd. I'm not sure if he can take a fatigued crowd and revive them. Because he also headlined against Mr. Wavy. And Mr. Wavy and Gotti performances are both kind of flat. There's also a choke in the Mr. Wavy battle, too. Even his best performances, like the Charlie Clips, the John John, they're incomplete. They're not a full three rounds. So I'm starting to wonder, have we seen the best of Twerk already? Has ha, do, we, do we know what the peak of Twerk looks like? And can he hold it for three full rounds? Because he had a better battle with Bad News than he did with Gichigati. And although the Bad News battle was explosive for a round, I think a lot of people kind of sweep under the rug that that battle is closer than what you would expect. And no disrespect to Bad News, but when you look at the resumes, the experience – the moments, the bars, the the, the million view battles. He, got, um New Jersey twerk, and bad news shouldn't be in the same sentence. So, I am concerned about his career. I'm wondering if we've seen the best of him. I don't know what. I don't know if there's a a lot of unlimited levels left in Jersey twerk.
2: Mm.
0: That's my rant of the day. I hope not. Well,
1: was France inbounds or out of bounds, Cece, with that twerk? Now with that twerk, with that rant. I see no,
2: I see no lies. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I see no lies. Um, we know that twerk has been inconsistent lately. We know that twerk he'll give you a highlight, he'll give you a haymaker, but overall his performance for three rounds was not good or decent. You know, a lot of people picked him to beat Geechee and it didn't happen. Geechee, and I know he still don't like it. Geechee beat you. Geechee beat you. And that's why Geechee is the face of the
0: URL. Period. Ultimately, New Jersey twerk is a walking highlight reel. So he will always be box office and he's polarizing. We know this. Okay. But I don't longer want him to be a walking highlight reel. I want him to be a walking montage of a body of work. Mm, well mm-hmm. said. You know what I mean? Because twerk and Hitman Hala on paper sounds fantastic. But he's not consistent right now for Hitman Hala. Hitman Hala is arguably at the at the pinnacle of his career somehow after 11, 12 years in. Could you imagine the Geechee uh, the Torque, the battle with guy in front of Hitman Hala?
1: Hitman's hey gonna take full advantage of that, man, and he's gonna Easy go,
0: body.
1: He's gonna go Easy body. for the jugular. He ain't letting up.
0: Hitman Hala has neutralized K Shine, who was a top three guy in 2018. He's neutralized Tay Rock, who was the prior face of the league. He takes he, he gets in front of these guys and he strategically beats them, and Twerk is somebody he he probably would have a field day with as of right now.
1: Yeah, Hitman's always super prepared. And twerk, you know, it is what it is when it comes to him. If you get him on the day where he's on fire, but track record is proven, he's not always on. Hitman, you know what you're gonna get and more.
0: I want to see it one day, just not now. Facts. Okay. Well, guys, that's our first caffeine show.
1: Hey, man. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in, man. We had a great time with all of y'all. You know, you guys could follow us, LTBR Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Program V Instagram and Twitter and follow CC on all socials at CC on air. We will be back each and every Sunday at 2 p.m. to bring you your battle rap fix. All right. So tap in with us. The battle rap brunch. This was the first one to kick it off. Can't wait to see you guys back next week. Until then, peace.